Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Head over to Hulu this March where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie All of Us Strangers starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Hey, this is Here's a Crazy Story from The Overtake, the podcast where we tell crazy true stories. I'm Abigail Fenton and I'm with... Robin Vinter. And... Richard Worth. Oh, Richard. Richard. Yeah, I thought I'd go with Richard this week rather than Rick. Yeah, they're like, oh God, they've replaced that guy already. Yeah. Well, like, <laughs> you, you don't know me, you don't get to call me Rick. <laughs> One yeah. of my dearest friends call me Rick. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Um... We uh, we should start. Corrections. Yeah, I was thinking we could do some banter first, but we all just went a bit quiet, yeah. so we could go straight into the corrections. We're all just cold. About, <laughs> yeah, it's cold. It is cold in here. How about that local sports team, huh? Uh, yeah, some they're, quality they're banter. doing some good sports. Oh, God, um, just like powered off like a robot. <laughs> I honestly, like getting into sports is is not a bad idea. Mm. <laughs> I've not really sold it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, it's just an opportunity for more fun. Uh, That's true. Yeah. And you know me, uh, anything okay. fun, I'm just like, yeah. Watching, getting into watching sports is more yeah. fun than getting into playing sports. Uh, yes. I actually don't yeah. mind playing some sports, but mm. I'd rather die than watch them. What about a different, like, you could take your pick, like, I don't know, tennis or... Netball tennis is the worst one. I don't know why I said. No, that. I quite like watching I quite tennis. I like watching tennis. Oh, really? oh yeah. what? Because you feel I... like this, but football is the worst sport. To oh watch. no! Football is you know, so you know the most common statistically the most common score in any football match. Yeah, matches. one nil. You yeah. told me that. Yeah, exactly. That yeah. is so boring. Yeah, but like, but <laughs> it's binary. It's you easy. Really you know, binary. like you just like oh, and then sometimes there might be a goal about to happen, and you're like oh. Happen, but then the goal doesn't happen. Yeah, more yeah. often than not, the goal doesn't happen <laughs> <Yeah>. statistically. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is true. Uh, but yeah, I so I do actually quite recommend football. Yeah. I don't like follow a team. I but... mean, I've watched a lot of football. I've known by now if I liked it. Mm-hmm. American yeah. football is quite fun to watch because if you under, once you understand the rules, it becomes it's way you can see the strategy more than you can mm. in regular football. Plus, because it stops a lot, you can drink heavily while watching it. Yes. Americans are quite good at sport, actually, like inventing heard, sport, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> inventing interesting sports. Apart from what's that one? Baseball. Yeah, that's, inv- that's a boring one. It was invented in Liverpool as well. Oh, was it? Mm. Oh god, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, but that's a bit of trivia. I don't think anyone knows. No, that. Yeah. no. Uh, but basketball, incredible sport. Basketball. Oh, it's so entertaining. It's fast paced. Yeah. It's got everything you want. Tall people. I do. Well, that's all you want. Yeah. Just tall people. Just tall people in long I'd rather, shots. I prefer playing it to watching it. Yeah. It is fun to play as well. You know what's yeah. the most worthless sport is netball. 
<gasps> just sexist no. basketball without all the fun parts. She's no, it's its own thing. It's it. its own thing, and it's and yes, okay, it's not a contact sport, no. but it's got it's got an appeal. Shit, Having ever watched or played netball, oh, I love it netball. Drives me insane that they're gendered in schools. Why yeah, it's is that? Weird, it? Yeah, like girls can't girls can't move with balls, whereas girls lads have had lifetimes to get used to it. <laughs> <laughs> it long sometimes. Um, <laughs> Hockey, not that wild. I mean, it's fine, but ice hockey, mm. excellent. I went to go watch the Sheffield Steelers. At, uh, oh, yeah. Did anyone punch right. anyone else? Uh, no, they're all like oh. decent lads. I don't know we players, oh. and they're Better brutal to each other, but nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was really yeah. fun, though. Yeah. I think I saw that episode of Friends where he gets hit in the mouth with the puck, oh. and I always thought, oh, that must happen quite a lot, actually, and it just put me off. Not to people in, in the stands, but yeah. like players. They it doesn't teeth. happen that much. They do they do punch each other like yeah. yeah. I used to go probably once every few weeks when I lived in London and mostly I was going to get drunk and watch them fights. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but also, I think you get into like boxing and then oh yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I'd love it. I'd love it. I I don't like that I love it, but I yeah. think they should please so, don't get it started. Like you say anything about basketball being mm. fun because they've got tall mm-hmm. people in it. I think they should split up basketball like they split up boxing, but rather than by weight, it's by height It's class. interesting you should say that because I have had this thought about everything. Everything should be weight or height class. I think. Imagine rugby, but featherweight, like, oh, you rugby. know, like bantamweight rugby. No, it wouldn't. It'd be a different game. It'd be, It'd be equally interesting. very thin men terrified of like, running into <laughs> each other. Yeah, they thin thousand I suppose that point... Thin men are pointy, aren't yeah. they? So but it would be yeah. like you have some thin players and some big players. Yeah, no, but no, none of them are thin, thin though. You know, no, like, none of them are scrawny. Yeah. I want to see some like bantam weight. Like, yeah, American <laughs> football basically. I want them to be nine oh, stone. Okay. I've done as much sport talk as I actually can. Let's okay. do some corrections. All right, corrections. So, uh, in case it wasn't clear after last week, we didn't actually fire Ethan. We never cleared that up. We said we fired him and. It was. We said it in quite a dry way. I think it was clear that it was a joke, mm-hmm. but no, he um he's just working on a big investigation. Uh, so, yeah. Who who filed that correction? Was it by any Mister E Show? No, it actually wasn't. I was just thinking about it afterwards, and I felt bad that we made it, even though we were joking. We I think we it, made it sound like we fired him. I think it fits the tone of the podcast thus far. Yeah. That's true. I mean, it, that, that, my, my main worry was really that it was too plausible that we fired him and people couldn't tell it was a joke. No, it's yeah. true. So, no. It is plausible and we should. Um, <laughs> but, but we didn't. No, yeah. we didn't. No, he's, he's, yeah, he's working on an investigation. So, fine, to mm-hmm. be fair. I'm sure people yeah. really miss him and his constant swearing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. His stories were good and he told them in a very good way. And I, was, I actually I really like Ethan's constant swearing. It, yeah. It's part of his appeal. I'm going to bring a new to approach me. to telling very boring stories <laughs> in a very boring way. Without any swearing. <laughs> like it's going to be like a Jacob's cream cracker. It'd be so dry up in here. And instead of swearing, you can do that. You know when people are like, oh, uh, fuck. Jimmy Jillipper. Oh, yeah. 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 I hate that. Sugar. I, also swear a lot, so Ethan's constant swearing makes me feel less ridiculous. Yeah. I don't swear I... a lot, but I felt like I was swearing a lot last week. Oh, did you? I think it's the ghost of Ethan, because you can't yeah. find someone who's dead. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Next <Yeah>. week's correction. <laughs> we killed him. Um, also, we've got a new team member, which we didn't talk about last week, oh, but yeah. he was silently sat here the whole time, laughing silently. Um, <laughs> Jada, how, how do we say last name, Jada. Aurelia. 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 
<laughs> oh, the really? problem is when you when you're English and or like probably Northern. just English, but maybe British, and you try and do any other accent, it's terrifying because you sound like you're taking the piss. Mm-hmm. So like, it's, especially Italian, Italians, one that people do take the piss out of. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're like Mario or whatever, and yeah. And here we are. Small racism from other <laughs> every single week. Where is it in? <laughs> we don't do that. <laughs> You're kind of doing it now. <laughs> I swear we don't do that. People are really convinced that's all we do. That's do, how no, we express I've never seen feelings. an Italian do Do people that, say Mamma Mia? Yeah, well... <laughs> So, Some, yeah, sometimes. Yeah, but... well, that's fair. That's just... it's, sometimes, because you don't know, because French people say voila, and uh, Australian people yeah. say g'day. And you didn't think either of those were real when you were a kid. Yeah. So, I definitely did. Yeah. Uh, I didn't. I thought they were a vicious stereotype. Yeah. But no, they're you part of the language. You weren't forced to watch Neighbours and Home and Away constantly. Mm-hmm. As, no. as a oh, yeah, I suppose that's true. Yeah, I didn't really. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's actually all the corrections and thank yous that we have so far. Is that true? Oh, I didn't say... I feel like I, I should say with Abigail. Yeah, we got. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, they're on a publicly, not publicly, but accessible mm. sheet that anyone can add to. So, if there were further corrections, they should be on the sheet. We do. We do typically not. do thank yous at the end, at the end. as well. So we'll just give you another thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So cool. Um, yeah, I should have said Jada's the producer slash editor. Of the Am I saying Jada right? Because I feel like I've, I'm saying it a lot. Not... Yeah, and yeah. then I was like, what if I've pronounced it wrong because at first I was I was saying Giada which was not really go. correct <laughs> but then Ember corrected me which was good and mm. and then but then I worry that I've been saying it wrong and then what if I'm saying it wrong and it's recorded and then ugh, and then next week I'll be like <laughs> one of the corrections is Jada's name <laughs> so by the way that's not the way you pronounce my name <laughs> how would you just so we know how would you say it Jada okay good yeah. <laughs> okay Right, so let's do some stories. Um, what's the mood of yours, Rick? Quite light-hearted. Okay. Like a lot lighter on the deaths than last week. Nice. There are only two deaths. Oh, okay. I mean, everyone involved in the story is definitely now dead because it was in the past. But okay, part of the the narrative is only two deaths. Can right. you, after we've heard what kind of tone yours has, can you also do the thing where you tell me the titles? Oh, okay. Oh yeah, yeah, the face off. Yeah. <laughs> um, mine is. Lighthearted. Oh. And that's it. And it's not deaths. Oh, maybe it's so yeah. So yours has no death, whereas Rick's is just light on death. Lighthearted yeah. with only two deaths. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, titles. So titles. Mine is called. Hang on, let me check what it's called again. Aha. Uh, condemned to death by the boxers or how one bullet killed two men. Ooh. Ooh. That's a really good title. I normally just go, oh. Uh, I haven't read it. It's very yeah. descriptive. My... You just download that Wikipedia page and your citation. Mine is the story of uh, Ratner's jewel, jewelers. I didn't even say it right, even though it's an issue. I'm not saying shit. That sounds way. really so boring. You have to come well, up with their titles. I want to hear yours okay. first in case it is boring. Well, I'm worried that I might give it away. That's that's the problem. What if you tell it? But no, but if, you know when you give it a title and then yeah. you're like, you know, like if it was if it was like this, isn't it? But if it was like, and ha- and this is a story of how this guy died, and then like yeah. this, it would well, be surprised that. that he died. Well. Oh, <laughs> It's from all your news writing. You can't help but give away information. I know, honestly. Like, you don't know how to tease the reader would... in with a bit of saucy death and stuff. <laughs> yeah. 
I need to learn how the mystery writers do it, you know, and they're like teasing it bit by bit and all the surprises. I, I think I'm getting there. Okay. Definitely. I think we should hear yours first. Mine first? Yeah. But mine has no deaths. I know. I'm all just... Right. All right, I'll do my first. You first, gave me best, some first. little information that I'm burning with curiosity. Oh, oh, oh maybe that's better. the way to the do it. The mystery. <laughs> yeah, Next right. week, untitled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then I'll just sit there silently. Um, so, if... Right. So this is a story of Ratner's Jewelers. Sorry. Um, <laughs> um, I laughed because I did the, the theme in my head again. I just had to have to get the laugh out before you carry on. What? I did the Fresh Prince theme in my head oh, again. Now everyone's doing that. Um, so if you are our age, me and Rick, or older, that's 30 years old. 30 years old, yeah. Or older. You might remember a jeweller's called Ratners. Do you remember Ratners? No. No, I don't either, actually. No. But we should, Rick, like, it was a, it was actually a high street fi- fixture when we were young, but I just don't remember it. No. Maybe they want one in Leeds. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't see a jewel until I was 27. <laughs> yeah. um, what's that shiny material? <laughs> In foil. Um, so, um, Ger- Gerald Ratner inherited the Horrible company. Name. Horrible. What, Ratner? I'm Just Gerald. Gerald, yeah. <laughs> Um, he inherited the company from his dad in 1984 when he was only 34. So his dad had started as jewellers, he inherited it. Um, it started as a small retailer, but within six years, Gerald had built it into a multi-million pound company. And eventually, it seemed like every high street had a Ratners. Um, there were a thousand shops in the UK and a thousand in the US as well. Although not all of them were Ratners, some of them were H. Samuel, which you might oh, have heard of. Oh, I've heard of H. Yeah, Samuel. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And there were a couple of other brands that I hadn't heard of. Mate, do you, uh, didn't you work on H. Samuel stands? Ah, mm. uh, no. I, I, uh, it was Elizabeth Duke oh, uh, I see. in Argos. I've actually written Tell Argos Story. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I've said the demographic was a bit like the Argos Elizabeth Duke counter, which is to say working class. And then I was like, Tell Argos Story. So mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> the Argos Story is when I, I used to work on, I used to work in Argos on the Elizabeth Duke counter. And one day when I was quite new, this guy came in like before Christmas and was like, oh, can I have a look at um, some rings? I wanna, I wanna buy my girlfriend a ring. And I was like, uh, all right then. And he was like picking out these really expensive rings from the catalog. And I was like, oh, we don't keep it. What are you laughing at catalog? No, oh. just, uh, just enjoying the story. <laughs> I, I, I enjoyed this setup. <laughs> Nothing funny has yeah. happened yet. <laughs> well, a suspicious man walked in. <laughs> um, and he was like, "Yeah, I want to look at these rings." And like, you know, like on the, on the, you might, you may not have bought anything from the Elizabeth Duke counter. Um, I still frequent that counter for cheap jewelry. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, he was like, um, "Oh yeah, can I have a look at these rings?" And what you normally do is get them out in a box and open them so they can see them before they buy them. Um, but we didn't have any of the really expensive rings in, so I was like, oh, oh we don't keep any of those in, but what you, what we can do is we can order it, and it'll be here tomorrow or in three days' time. I can't really remember exactly what it was. And he was like, oh, no, no. Um, all right, let me have a look. And he went back in the catalogue and was like looking through stuff, and, he's, and then he came back and he was like, what about these? And he was like picking out these big, heavy gold chains, and they were like worth hundreds and thousands of pounds. Um, and I got... Uh, and he was like, oh, can I have a look at this one? And I was like, oh, yeah. And I went, and I, we had it in stock. I looked, typed at the computer, we had it in stock. I went I went into the back, got it, brought it out. 
And then um, like handed it over like, oh, here it is. Um, and it was like this big meaty chain and it was worth like two grand. And he um, ran off with it. Yeah, that's the whole story. Yeah. And then I thought I was going to get fired, didn't get fired. Apparently there's a rule that you've got to have like a manager on the shop floor when you show in like these expensive goods, but I didn't know this. Yeah. Um, I mean, so, what would you have done anyway? You're obviously just going to, you're not going to tackle him. You're yeah, I think they would have done. Down. Like they, yeah, yeah, oh, they I mean, yeah they're you're not, a manager. I mean, but I was not a manager. really not meant to. Two grand yeah. isn't worth your life, is no, it? No, definitely not. No. no. Three grand though. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Um, but yeah, so, and then I remember like trying to serve more customers and trying not to cry. Oh, good story. <laughs> I thought that was going to be funnier, but no. it was just like, oh, yeah. sad. A sad thing happened. Well, don't worry, the Ratner's jewel is going to really lift the mood back up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So this is a good story. So, Sweet. yeah. <laughs> Ratner's was, like, affordable jewellery. Uh, but meanwhile, your guy Gerald is pretty rich. Mm-hmm. This is, it's really, I've got so many associations going in my brain. So every time you say Ratner's, I think about, is it, like, Professor Ratberg or whatever his name is from... Basil the Great Mouse Detective and every time you say Gerald I think about Gerald from the full Monty so there's just like a lot going on in my mind what is your life yeah (laughs) how do you like survive you walk down the street without your head exploding she's like sees carrots and she's like oh I'm just thinking about Bugs Bunny (laughs) (laughs) to be fair one's literally got the word rat in it and the other one never met a real human called Gerald because it's such a hideous name that's true I Mm. never met a Gerald actually I don't think I met a few Geraldines but never a Gerald. Unfortunate. Yeah, Geraldine is unfortunate. Yeah. It's one of the worst ones, really, isn't it, Geraldine, that name? I think For Gertrude. For off. <laughs> tops the list, but... What? Gertrude tops the list. Oh, yeah. Gertie? Well, that's... Oh, kind of, even kind of worse cute. we can do that. I don't... I'm not fan of Virginia. Like, I think it could come back around, but... I don't mind it, but you're just... You're asking for your child to be mocked. Yeah. Like, if they go to state school, then... Yeah. 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 That's why they're... That's why the name Ginny exists, I guess, because people don't want to be called mm-hmm. Ginny. Mm-hmm. Anyway... Uh, yeah, so Gerald, he's rich. He's um, rubbing shoulders with the elite, going to number 10 to meet Thatcher. Um, he's just like on it, like he's do- doing good. Sounds um, like he's living his worst life, to yeah. me. I mean, it, it's living some people's best life, yeah. isn't it? Just maybe not ours. Unfortunate reality. Yeah. Um, so he was, he got to the point where he was so successful that he was offered, to, offered the chance to speak at the Institute of Directors. Um, and they have this like annual convention at the Royal Albert Hall, um, and this was in 1991 in front of 6,000 guests. Um, so I should say that the Institute of Directors is like um, a, a club of top company bosses um, in the UK, and I've been to some of their things, and they are very fancy. Like it's usually like the richest bosses mm-hmm. of companies. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Branson's there with his caviar. Pretty much, yeah. Fucking goatee. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I so on this occasion there was at least one royal there because he said when he introduced when he says hello to everyone doing his speech, he also says Your Royal Highness at the start, who I think is gonna be Prince Charles. Oh Elton John. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um or Prince. Philip, maybe Is it's not the queen. For me to find that out. Yeah, if you look at, I think if you look at the terms of address for each of the royals, they have different ones. Well, the queen has one, and it's oh, I guess your yeah, Majesty. yeah, sure, you're mm-hmm. right. I'm sorry, what was it again that he said? Your Royal Highness. Hmm. Um, which I think I think will be the Prince of Wales, yeah. which is Prince Charles. 
but it might be Diet, applicable to any 1991 yeah yeah, yeah. she could have been there yeah it could be yeah it could be and she, I think was, it could be she was like a regular working class girl as everyone always <laughs> bangs <laughs> on about yeah she probably couldn't even afford the cheap jewellery you <laughs> were selling oh don't speak ill of Lady Di <laughs> <laughs> um, um yeah so yeah so he does this he does he does a speech it's on YouTube you can watch the whole thing if you really want to um, he starts by talking about the recession, the 1991 recession, um, and how hard it's been for high street retailers and how much they've been suffering. Mm. But he's like, we're not really suffering, we're making loads of profit. And you're like, well, he is making a speech, so he's there for a reason. People want to hear how he's making profit. Yeah. Um, so he starts to talk about how they've achieved the growth um, and says that if anyone like picks up any tips from his speech, they're welcome to use them. Um, you know, like he's just doing a nice speech, basically, yeah. to start off with. Um, and then he starts to joke about how Ratner's um, is like a down market um, and doesn't represent quality. But like, he's kind of just kind of joking, a bit lighthearted. Mm-hmm. And then he goes into a bit more detail and he starts talking about these fake books that people can put on their coffee table. And they, they're like, they look like antique books, but they don't actually open. They're just like, I don't know. Like, They've got VHSs in them. <laughs> yeah, that would be what we'd have in my house. No, we yeah. wouldn't because we wouldn't have had fake books. We would just have VHS. We just have VHS. But, but do you know, you got those fancy, you know, how oh, uh, they made them look like yeah. you had a library, but really, but it's, really just it's just like, full of tapes. you've recorded Match of yeah. the Day off the <laughs> yeah, Question exactly. of Sport. Yeah. Can I interrupt again? Yeah. What year was this again? 1991. Cool. Um, so, uh, yeah. So, yeah. So these books don't really open, and he, like, he, basically says that they're poor, he describes them as poor taste. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he says, but still we sold a quarter of a million la- last year. And then there's this like big roar of laughter from like an applause from yeah. these gammons. And like this, it's just like an audience of like- The worst Thatcherite. Oh like. my God, yeah. Like middle-aged white guys, maybe a woman occasionally, but pretty much not. Yeah. All like absolutely roaring with laughter. Um, then he goes on talking about this like cut glass sherry decanter, which comes with six glasses on a silver plated tray. And then like he snarkily says um, that your butler could bring you in and serve you drinks on, like as if he knows that the kind of people who buy it would not have a butler, but they think that they should, or I don't know, or they think they get ideas above the station because yeah. they don't have a butler. Um, and he says it costs four pounds and 95 pence. And then he says, uh, quote, people say to me, how can you sell this for such a low price? I say, because it's total crap, end quote. Mm. Uh, and there's obviously like a massive roar of laughter from the gammons. Like they're yeah. just loving it. And yeah, and then he goes on to say that the reason they've been so successful in the recession is that they give the customer what they want. And then he says, quote, the look of the shops with pop music playing, garish colours and bright lights is worlds apart from the old-fashioned jewellers. And then he goes on to say that they even sell gold earrings for less than a pound. And, you know, like, to a normal person, that's like, you know, yeah, I mean, great. They're not gold earrings. They're going to be no, gold... gold-plated. Plated or gold yeah. cut, like, they shine like gold, but they're... Yeah, no, they're gold-plated. Oh, yeah. like, oh, right, and right. this was 1991, so a pound is more King than... King back in yeah. those days. <laughs> yeah. Um... And he, and he says, quote, some people say, well, that's cheaper than a prawn sandwich from Marks and Spencer's. I have to say, the sandwich will probably last longer than the earrings. And then there's like a massive roar of laughter again from all these gamins. So he's like joking about how dumb, basically, the people that buy 
Ratner's jewelry are. Um, yeah, and he, I reckon he after after the speech he probably got like well hammered with all the gammons, mm-hmm. and they were all like clapping him on the back and like congratulating him for like a good speech and yeah. like funny jokes and stuff um, about dumb working class people. Uh, but anyway, um, little did he know or little did he care to think about. Um, there were reporters in the room, and the next day the papers all ran a story about his speech. Um, about how he slagged off his own products and and his own, his own customers, and basically the effect on the profits of the company was like instantaneous. Amazing. Yeah. So overnight shares dropped by five hundred million, which I would guess is about a million a billion in today's money. But is that just a guess? Yeah, I mean it's a guess based on like, like educated. Yeah, like nineteen ninety one prices. Things have kind of doubled since then. Yeah, that's that's so, yeah. Or sandwich cost might, might even be more. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, so yeah, so customers were avoiding Ratner's Ratner's stores, um, and they started closing down. There were like thousands of job losses. Um, the customer, the the company blamed the drop in profits on a shifting cus- customer spending habits. Mm, which, yeah. which is true because they just stopped spending money with you. Like any yeah. company that goes under can blame it on. Yeah. Oh, well, they stopped spending on because uh, we're twats. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we yeah. called them all idiots and decided that maybe we won't shop there anymore. <laughs> yeah. Bastard customers. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, Gerald resigned the next year and the company rebranded as the Signet Group in 2002. Um, his wife, Moira, later said, quote, I absolutely advised Gerald against making the speech, <laughs> but but he knew what he wanted. He had been working on it for months and was seriously prepared. He even got an MP to help him, end quote. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I've heard of Just listen to your wife. She's probably yeah, right. Yeah. He was working on it for months. months. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, like, what? Yeah. Like, Kevin Do we know Crawford. which MP helped him? I'd love to know. I would love A young, to And that know. little boy grew up to be Boris Johnson. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like, I mean, he was mixing and all the. A nine year old Jacob Rees Dog. What you should do is call the working class shit. Yeah, actually, he would, yeah, he would have been a speechwriter when he was nine years old, mm. I reckon. Uh, but yeah, maybe it was old Thatcher. Uh, when he was going around number ten, like, no, even she had more she common was, sense. Yeah, than to, she, yeah, she wasn't like, she she wasn't dumb. Want that? She was evil, but she had more common yeah. sense than just <laughs> yeah. outright say stupid things. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, um, he says, "quote I spent seven years lying on the bed watching Countdown. I was in a really bad way. I had lost something that was my whole life <laughs> and been badly humiliated. In the end, Moira told me to get out of the house or she'd divorce me." Moira sounds like she's yeah. Moira's class. I'm loving Moira right now. <laughs> yeah, well, I'd lost something that was my entire life. My money. <laughs> yeah, that was <laughs> like, literally like it's not like yeah. he respected what he was doing. Yeah. Clearly, from this yeah. this he's like, epic that he spent uh, nine months writing, <laughs> hiring the finest writers in the land. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love that his um his state of depression is just what what watching English people there. do anyway. Yeah, like just sit around line. doing yeah. nothing, <laughs> watching drinking beer down. in the middle of the yeah. day. Yeah. 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 Right. That's it. Moira's stopped nagging him. We're going to leave there. <laughs> yeah. That was as happy as I've ever been. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, like, he like he was still living in his mansion, even if he was, like, laying in bed watching Countdown. Because what he did was he, he like, remortgaged his mansion mm-hmm. um, and he invested in some health clubs and other things. And he's, like, 
back as a rich guy again. Oh. So yeah, they can't stay poor for long. What health club is he in charge of? I don't, I actually did, I didn't I didn't care to narrow no. down. We'll find out. So yeah. so yeah. So that our listeners cannot go to that gym. Exactly. And you'll go, oh, trends in gym membership have plunged <laughs> yeah. because people have found people out. People heard this podcast. I'm a dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and to to this day, he says he searched, he searched his own name on Twitter quite a few times. Mm-hmm. And to this day, when someone screws up, people still call it doing a ratner. Um, I've never heard it before. I don't know that for yeah. Yeah. Have you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's. I think it might be an older people term. Well, it's obviously not a young people term, is it? Yeah. We're young. We would know. <laughs> um, yeah. So, and he didn't. He did an interview recently where he said, uh, "Quote: I've got used to it." I'm even studying at universities and schools for being the biggest corporate blunder of all time, but I no longer feel, feel ashamed. What I did was completely stupid, but it wasn't illegal, end quote. And that's true. Yeah. Like, but I, 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 the same thing, he's like, I'm the biggest corporate blunder. Like, no, like Enron, something mm. really criminal is the biggest corporate blunder. Yeah. You're like, just like a dumb You're like, yeah, the business idiot. equivalent of someone slipping on a banana peel. <laughs> Like you're yeah. very entertaining. But... It, it maybe like the biggest cell phone in yeah. in corporate history, but even then, I'm not sure. It's just like the the most easily avoidable scandal. Just on the subject of cell phones, I don't know if you guys saw this, but you know the uh, H Bomber guy, the YouTuber, recently yes. raised like four hundred thousand um, dollars for mermaids, like a yes. trans charity. Uh, just to get back at Graham Linehan, <laughs> which is fucking amazing. But um, on the Wikipedia page for Owned, um, wow. Graham Linehan is now a cited example of massive, massively being owned. And if you click into the... There was like an editorial debate over whether or not he should be included. Oh, yeah. And the Wikipedia editors agreed that every example of uh, being owned applied to him. Yeah. And that he is the most mainstream example of someone being owned. <gasps> Because That's yeah, not wonderful. just did someone make loads of money for charity. Like his heroes came onto the Twitch stream and said, um, "No, we we disagree with you." Yeah. Like we hit the guy who made Doom, which is his favorite video game. Come on, he was like, "No, I fucking hate you." Doom's, <laughs> yeah. Doom's pro trans and anti hell demons. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I don't understand why he's still. He's, I mean, like, I mean, he's obviously dug into it now and he's scared to stop. But he did that. Did you see that he did that poll where he's like, "Shall I keep doing this or shall I not?" And then everyone, overwhelmingly, was like, "No, stop!" Mm. And he's still like, "Oh, hi, Paul hijacked by uh, what does he call?" Uh, he always goes on about how it's bearded white men. No, uh, that's a bearded not. white man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I took exemption to that. Well, what's <laughs> weird? Yeah. He, uh, how do you even hijack a poll? Like that's what it's. Uh, yeah, that's well, what it's yeah. On, it, on his own thing as well. Like, yeah. For his followers. And what's the thing is, he will if someone if someone is a cis white guy, he'll say yeah. well, you're a cis white guy, so you're being a misogynist. If a cis woman mm. shows up, he says, "Well, you're bro- you're brainwashed yeah, by the patriarchy right. to think that." Yeah. And then which goes, is totally an okay thing for a man to say. To exactly. Yeah. Like people say, "Well, actually, I'm trying to speak up on behalf of my trans friends." He's like, "No, you can't speak up on the behalf of minorities." But I can yeah. because I'm Graham Linehan and yeah. I wrote Father Ted. He thinks he's speaking on behalf of women, which he's is speaking just over bizarre. women. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. like, though, I mean, I'm sure there are people tweeting him, like a handful of people tweeting him, being like, "Thanks, Graham, you're doing the Lord's work," or whatever. But those mm. people are fucking idiots. Yeah, yeah. that is doing the Lord's work. It's They're not doing be the like... devil's work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was just a brief aside into yeah, no, owning, yeah, owning yeah. property. So laws. actually, probably now it's called doing a glinner. 
Junior Ratner. Ratner will be happy. Um, yeah, yeah, he will, yeah. Um, yeah, actually, as well as, so I've, the last line that I've written is, as well as his business, is, um, he now makes money being an after-dinner speaker. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think probably. But he only does one engagement, like, once a year for yeah, how long it takes so to write this. <laughs> Moira, will you just have a look at this? <laughs> yeah. Don't, so, don't call them shit eaters, love. That's not, we won't like that. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I, I'm assuming his afternoon speeches are like, how I fucked up, yeah. and then like, he gets some laughs, I'm sure, out of it. How not to slag off your customer base. Yeah, oh. yeah. So, well. yeah, that yeah. was the story of Ratner's Jewelers. Ratner's Jewelers. Which does no longer exist. R.I.P. Yeah, so that's why I do, I wanted to call it like, uh, how one man, how CEO took down Ratner's Jewelers, or something like that, I didn't want to spoil it. We should be like, how one joke cost the company $50 million. True, could have done that, couldn't I? Yeah, something like that. Mm. Yeah, but it's still a spoiler. <laughs> you did yeah. this research right before the, the podcast, so... And your point is... It's fine. You're revealing how the sausages are made. Tighter. Stop it. <laughs> yeah. They know this. We've spoken it's, about I mean, and times. also it's obvious. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Right Expecting nice. you to come up with an intriguing title would have been too much. It would have been too much. Yeah. So... Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. So, yeah. you know, my story is as cool as a title that have has, I may have forgotten. Rick, I've not understood a word you just said. <laughs> no, that's fair enough. Again, I just in English. <laughs> as cool as the title of mine is, mm. which I have forgotten, when I say it was How One Bullet Killed Two Men. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It, did cool. that not actually happen? Did you, you were just like an intriguing no, title. So, clickbaiting us. Yeah. I was clickbaiting you. Yeah. <laughs> you won't believe number six. Um, <laughs> It's very important that I get the telling of the story in the correct order, otherwise I will spoil it. Okay, okay before you properly start, can I clear my throat? 
Yeah. <laughs> Continue. Right. So, you'll either like this or I hate it because this is the nature of this topic. My story is about a magician. Um, is it a magician? Bad things happen to a magician, in fact, because in, in that way. She hates magicians so much. <laughs> she, is the magician one of the people who dies in your story? Yes. Cool. Oh, well, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm open. Well, Sorry for the spoilers. So, this is the story of the Chinese magician. Chung Ling Su, right? Can I just say before you... I'm sorry. I just made it sound like I wanted magicians to die, and I definitely don't. I just, goes, you just, I want just to, don't like it when they come You just want to die right. when you watch them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, when they come up and they're like, oh, do you want to, do you want to see some close-up magic? I'm like, mm. please, please go away. I can't yeah. pretend, I can't make my face pretend that I'm impressed. Robin, Robin lives in the magic castle, so <laughs> every five just, minutes. Honestly, soon. Yeah, it's just, just, it's just like my face. Care. I'm not good enough at making my face look impressed. So it's bad for both of us. Like it's bad for me because I feel horrible, and it's bad for them because I don't think they get the reaction that they they're seeking from mm. the from the interaction. Sometimes it's it's the reaction they deserve. Like you could do a really impressive <laughs> yes. piece of magic, and I still feel like I'd have no reaction. And you deserve better than that. Yeah. So just bother someone else. It's rare that I'm like really. That's the other thing as well. Like I think some people who don't who haven't seen a lot of magic. Or I don't know. Some people just are, just are not uh, like they're impressed. Like they they yeah. can't work out how it's done. And like I'm not saying that I can work out how it's done all the time. But yeah. you always know it's kind of like it's it's an invisible wire. It's a magnet. Sleight of hand. Like there aren't that you many know things. Some well, the, yeah. uh, but, but that's like saying, oh, everyone knows how computers work. It's just technology, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, true. <laughs> like, oh, like, yeah, all these illusions are just tricks. <laughs> like, oh, what the fuck? So do you not really I mean, He's true. a master of the occult, I'll get out of my face. <laughs> that's true, but we also don't stand around our computers all day going, wow, it's working. Yeah, that's, so... yeah, exactly. Well, my... Yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah. Our internet, when it is. We don't sit around working on them, we don't sit around marvelling that they exist. No, that's true. Yeah. We're such a jaded generation. Yeah, right, yeah. so, Chung Ling Su was a Chinese conjurer who was performing... And like the early 20th century. So London is awash with vaudeville acts and magicians. Mm. Really painting the picture for the listeners. I'm loving it already, yeah. Um, it, we were at the height of empire fever as well. Ooh. And uh, British audiences were obsessed with China and India, particularly mm. like the mystical aspects of it, because we didn't really understand the culture of these nations that yes. we were like committing genocide they just in. called oriental and just yeah I'm just like that, that'll suffice for <laughs> yeah. you know <laughs> hundreds of separate <laughs> people um, so yeah Jing Lin Su was an extremely popular magician mm-hmm. um, but um, as is magic tradition he had not only just stolen his act from another magician he'd stolen his name from another magician oh rookie yeah the other magician and this is where I'm going to mess up quite a lot the other magician was Ching Ling Fu, right? So there's okay. Fu and Su. All right. Su is the copycat. I'll just call him okay. Fu and Su because I'll get... Yeah. Okay. Right. I feel like even that might be yeah, hard. I know. Um, <laughs> so Fu, F for first, first Su for second, S for second, which is very important because yeah. um, Su nicked all of Fu's act yeah. and Fu was hailed as the first internationally known magician from China. Oh. Uh, and yeah, he was like wildly loved. He performed... Acts were he'd pull um, nine foot poles like out of his mouth. Whoa! Um, one of his his like masterpieces was beheading a boy on stage, and then the body would stand up and walk off stage. <gasps> um, but the trick he's most famously known for 
is making a large fishbowl full of water appear out of thin air. Okay. Um, See, if he did that at a wedding to me... Yeah, it'd be pretty good. And then... So how quite exciting is the beheading thing? He would reach into the fishbowl and pull out a small boy. (laughs) (laughs) He loves his small boys. Well, yeah, it was his son. It was a family affair. Oh, okay. And you might recognise that magic trick from the film The Prestige with Kristen Bell. No, I don't recognise that. What? Basically, they're like, oh, go and go and see. At one point, Michael Caine's like, go and see this this. Well, he says Chinaman, which is oh, not on no. at all. <laughs> but he says go and see him. And then, yeah, they're watching it and they're very impressed by that magic okay. trick. So anyway, ah. that was Foo. Sue comes along and fucking steals his act. Like, verbatim, steals it completely. Um, Foo is annoyed by this and is like, I will offer a thousand pounds if he can perform my magic tricks better than I can, which was like a very common thing for magicians to do to one another. Um, but what he didn't reckon on is Sue showing up and performing his magic tricks oh, better than he had. Fu um, shit himself and was like, I'm, I'm not going to pay. And just basically hid. Wait, and just I didn't... mean... Wait. Wait. Which one of them showed up? I'm so, not sorry, Sue, so... the second one, did the first one's tricks better okay. than Fu did. I remember F, F, F of Fu. No, I remember F that. I just, thought it Don't worry. Would, I just thought it would be unlikely that the, the one who stole the trick showed oh, up and yeah. the one okay. who was stolen from was scared. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, we wouldn't, looking, he wasn't terrified. He's frowning at you as if you've made an yeah. error here. But he, was, no. he was basically no. yeah, scared of pay, paying up, basically. A lot of magicians would offer up fees to beat their tricks with no intention of paying, and he yeah. did that several times, and Sue beat him several times performing tricks and he never once paid up. Oh, okay. So Fu kind of gets known as being like, uh, you know, scamming on money, falls out of favour with the magic community and doesn't, like, his career kind of, like, dwindles off. So neither of them are, like, top lads. No, neither of them are, like... I mean, I'm still standing for Fu here because... Yeah, the original is supposedly the best. Like, you know, the other guy's still always like... Yeah, exactly. So anyway, what Sue is best known for is he was one of the first magicians to perform the bullet catch where ah. yeah it's a pretty simple trick where an <laughs> uh, assistant would pull out a gun and shoot shoot him on stage and they would catch the bullet um, and he called his version of the act condemned condemned to death by boxers um, which were the rebels in China who were trying to fight the British Empire ah. so one night it goes wrong and oh, Fu is Sorry, Sue is shot dead on stage uh... with the gun. So that same gun is fired with the same bullet and kills a second magician. That magician is a man called William Ellsworth Robinson, who was born in New York City. Robinson um, was very good at impersonations. Sing- it says he's uh, like magic entries, is it dialect singing? Which I oh, guess has just been like, uh, and, and now you know, crazy and loving Scottish. (laughs) Shout a song, shout a dialect, and he just does that. Um, Ventriloquism and hypnotism. Um, He eventually becomes like a Tory magician and he tours tours the States. Um, I thought you said a Tory magician. A Tory magician. Worst possible combination. Absolutely repulsive. And he goes around, he comes to London and becomes a pretty successful magician of his own right. And yeah, he's killed on stage at the same time the exact same time because Chung Ling Su was actually William Ellsworth Robinson in disguise his entire life 
What? Whoa. Boom. The fuck? Yeah. So, um, he used to say when he was foo that when he was a boy, his parents died. He used to claim to be mixed race. He said okay. that he was Scottish on one half and Chinese on the other half. Right. That's only half true because Ellsworth was Scottish on one half. Oh, he, both his parents were Scottish, but he was raised in America. Okay. So, he was, he was definitely a white guy. Um, and what happened was when he was 13, he started to learn to be a magician. And he used to say that as foo... Um, actually, he didn't used to say this. He used to have an interpreter say it for him, and he never spoke English um, in the public eye ever. He was Sue. Uh, sorry, yeah, that's yeah, Sue. Sue. Yeah, Fu was a real Chinese yeah, guy. Yeah, and the reason why he was so irritated with Sue is because he found out that he was not <gasps> Chinese oh. and kept offering up these challenges to him. But he kept the thing was Sue or Robinson, as we should call him to be clear, mm. was actually a very, very good magician because he'd been doing it his entire life Um, but he just stole somebody's act because he knew that like the orient was mystical and what people used to say is so he he shaved his entire head and he attached like a pony like a fake ponytail that he used to be suspended from the rafters down onto the stage of course Fu couldn't do that because that was really his ponytail Suspension work then though. What was it? He probably had like, a hook down the oh, back of like, his. Oh, There's some kind of illusion, Robin. I don't know. Yeah, like. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's just a wire. Yeah. Yeah. Was, I mean, it's one of the three things. Wasn't it? Like, it was some kind hand, of hand, uh, magic, or invisible wires. Um, yeah, so he, he just was uh, a better magician. But what he knew is that British audience at the time really were into vaudeville, and the mm. thing vaudeville was more successful when it was a step like a caricature. People thought that. Sue, aka Robinson, was more authentic no. because he was more like a caricature of a Chinese Jesus. man. Jesus. Um, oh, people fucking stupid. Yeah, and he used to, they? like, like work grease, like grease paint to appear oh, darker skin. Oh, God, like, yeah. And the magician in The Prestige, they're told to go and see him with the like, he's got a secret. And the secret, you know, meant to get from that is that he always pretends to be an old man, which is why he, he appears to be weak and can't do the big water ball trick. But it's kind of also really implied that the secret is he's not Chinese at all, and that's the trick. So yeah, so Robinson didn't speak Chinese. Uh, sorry, didn't speak English in public ever, um, apart from the night that his assistant accidentally shot him. Um, at which point he said the only words he ever said in English recorded on stage, which were, uh, let me find it here. Oh my God! Something has happened. Lower the curtains. So, yeah. so at that point, the magician Chung Ling Su ceased to exist. Like yeah. the illusion was shattered. Was... That's not that man. <laughs> and then the following morning, Robinson died of his injuries. Um, so yeah, there was a death, but there was like yeah. a good twist in it, right? Yeah. Hmm. Crazy thing is, so what, like the reason no one had killed him, it wasn't. Well, food. that's why I want to know. Yeah, I no. Food been... just kind of, um, just like kind. Of, I think he went back to China and like raised the family. Um, he's oh, in it's like a national really song. Like... Oh, is it? There's like a song that references him. What's um, his name again? Um, it is Ching Ling. Foo. That's not his actual name. It was like it, all the names got like bastardized to yeah, be like, yeah, I'm you know. Um, yeah. So what happened was because Robinson was such a fucking cheapskate, not like you know stealing somebody's act, he wouldn't clean out the guns after the act. And what he would do is take them apart and just tap out the gunpowder to use again. Uh, and because he wasn't cleaning it, residue was building up in the gun. So shit. what's supposed to happen is the pan flashes, but the bullet doesn't fire out because yeah. so much had built up. It fired out and shot his ass to death. Wow. The assistant who shot him 
um, was did an inquiry, was found not guilty. Mm. It was death by misadventure, which is a cool way to die. Yeah, that's how you want to go in it. And in the eighties, helped Paul Daniels to perform the same trick. We didn't kill Paul Daniels, <laughs> as we will. Was know. he definitely not foo in disguise? Because that would be an excellent <laughs> that would have twist, been... wouldn't it? Like, like he got cleared, and then later on, yeah, in the eighties, the history books don't say it, but we print, don't know. Print the legend, is that what they say? Yeah, something like that. Print yeah. the not true part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is very interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's a quick. Yeah, yeah. all right. Yeah, Just keep saying yeah. Oh my god, yeah, no. Um, I thought I didn't like magicians. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was a very good story. That is in my top three stories from yeah. this entire podcast, and the other two oh, wow. are my stories. Well, so. that's... <laughs> Fucking yeah, weird. that's it. I was like, oh, I can't reveal that he's actually a white guy yeah. in yellow face. So what did he do? Yeah, so it's like yellow face. And I guess do you do something with his eyes? Uh, not that I, not that I know. He, he he definitely shaved his head, and he was like yeah. had grease paint on. He was never seen in public in anything other than Chinese attire, and he never spoke I English. If he con- I suppose if he confidently tells people he's Chinese, and- he didn't say anything. Yeah, well, that's yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like he hired an interpreter, and then yeah. his I think one of his wives or one of his mistresses, because he had like six kids, mm-hmm. and he got married, and then because he was Catholic, he couldn't divorce, but then like had civil ceremonies with other women and became okay. like they were married. Sounds like a right prick. Yeah, but one of them played his. Like Chinese assistant, oh. but he got away with it as well because when he was in character, he would say that his father. He said his father was like a Scot- Scottish missionary who came mm-hmm. over to China, um, and then his parents were both killed. And a magician adopted him, taught him his ways, and introduced him to the. I mean, not a bad story, yeah. really. Because I, it's, I, it, well, it's not that dissimilar from his actual story. Yeah. Only he lied about the fact one of his parents was Chinese, and yeah. then everything else for the rest of his life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that was good, yeah. that. It's, yeah. it's like a lot of commitment, so there's a kind of respect, and there's no way you'd get away with that these days. No. It's just That's just not cricket. No, yeah. Because um, instantly people would be like, oh, funny that you say you're Chinese, but you don't look Chinese. Yeah. Like, maybe let's have a dig around into your background, and then boom. Yeah, but, you know, they didn't have the internet back in those days. No, no. And it was kind of like a known secret within the magic community, but it would have been bad form to... Oh. Reveal it. I suppose it's like you wouldn't reveal someone else's tricks. Like no, I because it's part of just that, reveal yours. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And also at the time, everyone was a bit more racist, so they were yeah, like, so "Oh, it's not happening." Anyone? It was a big deal. <laughs> apart from apart from yeah. uh, Ling Ching Fu, it's, like it's it's happening. It's happening. These business, but yeah. <laughs> oh, poor poor Fu. Yeah. There well, you go. I hope he lived a happy life anyway, like with his family. And stuff. I, yeah, I hope he did. Yeah. I don't know enough about him to yeah. say it. So yeah, I was lying when I said. The, the gunshot that killed two people because he really only killed one. Yeah, but, but you sold it well. The ego. The I thought you were going to say exploded and killed the assistant, but that would actually be a less good story. Yeah, it was poisoned and the other magician ate the first magician and died of being yes. poisoned. Yes. Yeah. That would have been mental. Yes. Yeah. But that's not what happened. I won't do another magician crazy story for a while. Okay, yeah. I bet <laughs> you like that means well. you're already planning to do Windows or one. I reckon though. you got some Houdini ones already. Houdini had some. I was reading today about one of Houdini's assistants, and she sounds absolutely amazing. Uh, And I can't quite remember what her name like Mackenzie Sandberg or something like that. Okay. I was literally reading about like five minutes before, and she was like the head of his investigation team, and she's just this really sassy master of disguise who like went in and like busted psychics. Um, That I mean, uh, that sounds 
amazing. Yeah, she was really, and like they called her the Rev because of how many like fake diplomas she'd got, like from psychics. And then on the uh, Wikipedia page is literally an image that's got like her demonstrating various disguises and it's like her as eight characters oh and she's God. got like the vamp from the countryside who doesn't know any better the morning woman who's oh looking for a loved God. one I was like I she's it. like Carmen San Diego she's yeah. like it's just amazing oh my God just kicked her bag of trash we <laughs> 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 just keep lying around um oh my god that sounds so good I think what it is is like I sort of I, I really admire like the mechanics behind a lot of magic mm-hmm. but I but I can't bear the performance of it. It is, I yeah. There is a level of cheese. Like the, the magicians, I kind of like are like the Victorian ones, yeah. where it's like cuts and tails, and it's it's. There's almost like an air of it like being a puff of smoke. Proper, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And now it's kind of like, because I am like welcome in the street, like it's mm. me, Captain Cool Guy. That's what I hate. Yeah, yeah I was like, wearing like a, a suit, like a cheap shiny suit, and you're like, yeah. please. The like magicians yeah. have to accept that they are drastically uncool until they're mm. very cool but yeah. a lot of them aren't very cool at all no not a lot of them never get very cool no. I would say Darren Brown even though people loathe Darren Brown no Abigail's shaking her head I, I, like, cool. I like Darren I'm, Brown I'm okay with him yeah, I think do people I'm, love him I mean I think I have no opinion on him but he's not cool no but he's like I mean, he's, not, he's, he's not like, like eccentric cool, but he's like, yeah, yeah but, he's, but he's like David Blaine is not cool whereas no. Darren Brown's like a bit he like he's I, what I like about Darren Brown is he's he's quite self-effacing. He'll mm-hmm. do jokes at his own expense, and he's quite funny. Yeah. So that he's quite I impish. Will, yeah. yeah. Yes. That's his. And I feel like I'll allow him that because yeah, yeah he redeems himself. Well, he never blacks yeah. up or anything. Which and is... He has a once blacked up as far as I'm aware. Tomorrow's headline. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If anyone's got any footage, we will publish that on the website. No, he seems um, like a very nice man. Yeah, yeah. He, he likes parrots. Does he? Yeah, he gives a lot of money to parrot charities. Does he? Parities. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, not a joke. He does give money to no, parrot charities. To the parrot. I just couldn't help it. <laughs> <the> parities. <laughs> I wonder if they say that in the office where they joke about that, or whether they're like, "Oh my god, someone else said parrots." Parrots again. again. Yeah. yeah. Have you That's got some I'm fact checks and corrections for us, Abigail? Not many, and one of them is for myself. Slacking off. What? Well, <laughs> Rick was just very good this week. Oh. Actually, I suppose it's fine. We, we used to Ethan making stuff up, so... Yeah, Ethan, yeah. I actually I prefer this because Ethan's like, I honestly didn't even hear any of the stories. I would just like... Every two minutes, every you're like, oh, God, like, God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, thankfully, I never did it at like a... An unsuitable time. That's good. Yeah. Mm. Um, what have I got here? The rat from Basil the Great Mouse Detective is called Professor Rattigan. So that's oh, one for me. That was a correction. Have you guys you. never seen that movie, by the way? I think I have, but I don't remember it. Mm, I don't remember. When I said Ratner, for me, I was thinking of rat birds from. Um, Probably have a chance yes, balls. which is yeah. my ultimate favorite film of all time. What, like, literally your favorite film? I think so. It's perfect. It's better than Shawshank. It isn't. <laughs> I mean, that's not how Shawshank's an overrated film. Um, but don't know where I agree with that. But it, it doesn't matter because but Cloud of the Chance of Meatballs may be the best film ever made. And we, I've got a really good Cloud of the Chance of Meatballs drinking game. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> James always Next stuff well, we ch- Actually, we change the rules every time. Um, so, yeah. Because we ch- one time tried drinking every time there was food, and that is That's legal. insane. Yeah, that's legal. So <laughs> what have we got? We've got... Oh, I can't really remember the rules now. After I asked, asked James what the rules were. Um, the problem is I'm always too drunk to remember the rules by the end. So okay. Basically, what happens is... You and James and Claudia have a chance of meatballs and yeah, you get right. smashed. Yeah, yeah. Into Scott, got... he says, you're breaking the rules, Robin. Of the agreement. Well, we started doing it as a cheap night out, but it was like a night in where we would like watch a film and have a drinking game. Mm-hmm. So we've got a few really good drinking games. I mean, games. That, that, it's a good thing to do, but how? Yes. even before you started it how did you think like oh drink every time there's food on screen was going to pan out well that went it was actually that was an exaggeration I think it was like drink every time the mayor comes on screen you know they, oh, he starts yeah. off then he gets back and actually he's in it a lot more than three yeah, hours yeah. yeah so like we, we had to do a shot every time we saw the mayor and by the end we were absolutely wrecked um, but we have the Grabbers drinking game that's the favourite have you guys watched Grabbers? I watched oh. Grabbers yeah oh, it's, it's quite so a good, good film yeah so we drink, we have, yeah, well, I won't go into the rules, but we have rules about grabbers. There's also the Sleepy Hollow drinking game, which is, it, we've perfected the Sleepy Hollow drinking game. It's I'm just exactly learning a lot about your drink. You, you drink every yeah. time you can no longer watch that film because it's got the deeply problematic Johnny Depp in it. Yeah. So, it's such a shame. It's like, because that film is, I mean, it's not like a, it's not like a good film, but it's a, it's, fine, but it's, yeah, a, it's yeah. really entertaining. And, and mm. I like how macabre and kind of spooky it is, yeah. which, you know, we, um, a friend and I, used to play um, He-Man and the Masters of the Universe drinking game. I don't know if you've seen that film. It's awful. Yes. Yeah, but the, the basically the MacGuffin in it is called The Key. And every right. time somebody says The Key, which is basically every other sentence, the last person in the room to say The Key <gasps> has to do a shot. Um, um, and like within 15 minutes... I could, I, I'm routinely smashed because I get yeah. so drunk I can never remember when That's they say it. it. Once you like, we we had in the Sleepy Hollow drinking game. Every time there's a flashback, you have to shout flashback, mm-hmm. and if you're the last one to shout flashback, you have to drink. But the problem is because you miss once you miss it a couple of times, you're behind, you can't, yeah. yeah, you can't keep up with the flashback. So James, like I know the film because I think I, when it first came out, I watched it like 17 times. Like hmm. I, I was obsessed with it. Um, when James, yeah, James did not watch it 17 times as a teenager. Or like a, a thirteen year old, so he doesn't know as well as I do. So I know when all the flashbacks come in, so I'm ready. Like flashback, and he's and he's always like, oh no, and he has to do a shot. So you shot, you do a shot every time anyone gets beheaded. And you drink any every time anyone says horseman, and then oh. shout flashback when there's a flashback. And if you that's a good game. Oh, it's yeah, so good. good we should play it. Like yeah, yeah you, you can come around and we'll play it. Play along, listeners. It's going to say next staff party, but the ones that don't drink will literally just have nothing to do but sit there and watch you watch a get film. Drunk. Yeah, well, like an okay film while we all get wrecked. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You can, yeah, we'll do it sometime. I'll I'll put it in the calendar. We'll schedule cool, cool. it. We could we could live stream it and the listeners. The listeners could do it with us. Yeah, yeah, we could twitch it. The AT Americans will will plan it so that they can watch it as well. Mm-hmm. First thing in the morning. How do astronauts throw a party? Wait. They plan it. Oh! <laughs> it's only because you said planet it I thought it was going to... Oh, yeah. I, for some reason, I didn't gather that, and I was the thinking, like... party? Uh, it's supposed to be space. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Yeah. The other yes, correction sorry. was... It's not a correction. It's just a confirmation. Your Royal Highness is how you address the Crown Prince or Crown Princess, so would have been Charles. Oh, yeah. great. Yeah, good, nice good one. Stuff, he, was he does seem like something he would be into as well. Oh, the bank, yeah, if it was something extremely racist. No, excuse me, while I commit adultery. <laughs> like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. At the time, I mean, definitely. It was, it was all going on, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. 
Prince Philip like mowing people down in his car. Yeah. Prince Charles shagging. Okay. I mean, top shagger. Not a whole thing at all. But God, I fucking hate Prince Philip. Oh, he's really. I mean, like he's like become a cartoon character, hasn't he? Like yeah. a reanimated mm. corpse that like is is. He looks like a lich. Like. Yeah. What's a like lich? a fantasy, like it's like a decrepit undead warlock. Ah, oh. oh. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah. Like if he was wearing purple robes, you'd be like, oh, he's definitely trying to summon a demon or something. Yeah, he's, well, that's real magic. That's real power. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he, um, yeah, he. I mean, even if he wasn't problematic, he's probably seen the um, William Ellsworth Robinson perform. You know what? I bet you're right. Like in, when was in, that? He died in 1918. Yeah, so yeah. that, yeah, Prince Philip was just like, what was he like? 18. Or 18. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Oh, was it his birthday party? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he was probably, that was probably when he was about born. Oh, yeah, he was just an egg or whatever he was then. Yeah. A little oh, newborn newt with <laughs> yeah. no arms or legs. Yeah. Oh, whatever, like an egg. Like, yeah. Oh, do you say egg? No, I said egg, yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. Like he did he's like a lizard. Yeah, yeah, I did a lizard thing. I'm really sorry too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. Um, Do we want to yeah. wrap up? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Podcast over. Do you guys want to say thank you to anyone? <laughs> no. no. Um, we should actually do the rest of the stuff. Um, follow us on Instagram at Here's a Crazy Story or follow The Overtake on all of your platforms at The Overtake. Um, please give us some money. 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 Give us please, money. please, please. Through the Patreon. Mm-hmm. Um, it helps us... Um, pay ourselves and and not even just for this for actual real journalism that we do during the day not me no. my level of journalism is exactly <laughs> <This> is <it>. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah but we've got a few big things that we want to work on and it'd be good to have a bit of money to do that um even if it's just sending ethan to somewhere in his car Somewhere we, far we away from yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because his car got broken into the other day. Oh, yeah. we live on a, well, this is, I was going to say, this is on a rough estate. It's not on a rough estate. It's on a... It's, it's an on abandoned a, church. Yeah, the whole, yeah, the whole block is boarded up buildings. Mm-hmm. So I think for some reason that's prime territory for car breaker renters, mm-hmm. people. Um, so yeah, so but now he's got his car fixed. He, he can drive around reporting on things. So, okay, so very, uh, have you seen that up there? Yeah. I wonder what the deal with this is. He does all. Yeah. He does all, but... <laughs> he starts um, stuff good work. He loves that. Very... Now he's not here, we can just slag him off. As we, much could, as we, like... yeah. we did that when he was here, too. Yeah. No, that's we fair. did it more, yeah. probably. No, no, I didn't listen to the podcast when he was on it. I was yeah. just like, until oh, I'm shit. on it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he did do that day of following Jeremy Corbyn around and couldn't... Like, the whole time, they were like, yeah, yeah, you can have an interview, you can have an interview. And you can join in this session, this session. And they were like, no, you can't. So yeah. he just wasted a day driving around At Yorkshire. the end of every every episode now, should we just do a little Ethan update? We can say yeah, what's missing. Here's a crazy what Ethan is, story. What has he been up? I can't remember what he's been up to this week. Uh, he wrote a comment piece um, about Piers Morgan. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's actually very good. Yeah. It was actually good. very good. Yeah. Unusually. Yeah. 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 Surprisingly. His journalism is very good. Um yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think my, my mind went because I was going to think of funny things to say about Ethan, and I was like, no, I am his boss, because, and there's a point when it's like not appropriate, it's even, not if, as, it's, yeah. even as if it's, it's not. It's just, yeah. just abuse no. eventually. Yeah. 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 And we're just really doing a broadcast about 
Ethan no, and but... he's not even yeah. part of it. The um, next week of the podcast will be called Ethan, do we need him? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can invite guests in to work yeah. with them. Invite his family in. So you're his mother. When did you first realise he was a disappointment? <laughs> she was like, he told a story about how his bike got stole, stolen and then he won a bike the, the same day. Um, his mum just clearly bought him a new she bike. Rang me. No, she rang me and she was like, no, it's true. It did happen. And I was like, I was like, Anna didn't doubt it for a was second. That, was that his, were they one of his crazy stories? No, it was, oh, right. it was an addendum to one of his oh, okay, crazy stories. Enough. Um that <laughs> you think he's that sort of thing? I bought my bike, wasn't it? <laughs> and I want one. There's one time, me and the lads, right? <laughs> no, he doesn't say that. Um, uh, okay. Thank you to Jada for yeah, producing for, the show. In advance list. for helping us. Cutting out all the rubbish that you didn't hear us say. Yeah, because you should have heard us. We mm. were we were a right mess. Um, and who else we need to thank? <laughs> we'll still um, probably be Andrew right Vanicle, who yeah. does. I like also that Vadakul, Vadukul sounds like radical. Radical. Yeah. Anika radical. radical. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she doesn't really change her name to that. Medium oh. radical. She's not very radical. Anika but she's radical not... would be such a good pop star name. Yeah. Yeah. Anika Radical. Anika Radical and the Bastards or something can... like that. <laughs> can she sing? We should get her on. Doesn't she matter. Anika Radical. She's Jada's, Jada's yeah. famous on the internet from singing. <laughs> really? She, that Did you not know this? No. She's fine. joking. Are you an Italian pop star who just came to England? She's like trying to, you know that film where she's a princess but she swaps lives and she's trying to live a, a normal life and it's like, oh, what, a oh, princess in the no, pop. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. I promise I'm not. Is there like a British lout who looks exactly like you who's touring <laughs> stadiums in Milan and be like, you alright? Like, How's it going? Um, That's yeah. how we should close the close the podcast from now on Jada should just sing it out yeah. <laughs> yeah what kind of music do you I've never even watched any I'm gonna tonight I'm gonna watch some of your videos I have yeah. because I'm a good friend oh what kind of music it's like guitar-y yeah I mean acoustic. mostly because I don't have a band <laughs> I mean because that's that's not really what I would like to play um, ideally but yeah since I'm on my own it's just me and a guitar basically but... let's get should we get you a band we could we could audition people oh, could if you that. listen to this and you live in West Yorkshire mm-hmm. um, we'll hold some open auditions for Jada's back for the bastards I would love for my band to be called the bastards oh, yeah. Yeah. your band should be called the bastards and yeah. then Annika should should feature one of your songs she could, could, she be, could be a dancer featuring like Annika Radical Jada and the bastards <laughs> featuring Annika Radical yeah, yeah. yeah. that sounds that great sounds that's amazing. straight to number one yeah yeah <laughs> I think we just let's just give up the overtake now and just focus on Jada's career. Wouldn't there be like a ten, <laughs> ten years time? Like here's a crazy story: the formation of Jada and the Bastards happened. Oh my god! <laughs> on yeah. our and like on Reddit, people will be like, "Oh, not many people know this, but actually, if you listen back to early episodes of Here's a Crazy Story, you can actually hear the formation of yeah. Jada and the Bastards." Oh. <laughs> so really, yeah. us giving up on the overtake and helping her with her career will help the overtake in the long run. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think so. Can you guys play any instruments? Because we could be the bastards. I can quite poorly play guitar. Can you? But if you're in a punk band, that's triangle. all you need, isn't it? Okay, <laughs> like... so you're the drummer. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Um, yeah, 
I can. I have a baby. I'm learning piano. Ooh, now who do you think I'm? What? I just feel like. Do you think I grew up? Secretly, you would have had like a Uh, clarinet or a porong. I play the euphonium, which is a large. (laughs) (laughs) You played a what? (laughs) Oh my god! I played it for years and never. (laughs) It's a large brass instrument, like a small tuba. Like I'm not. Jo- I know. I'm a large brass say, instrument. That does sound. Because you said yeah, a large like brass instrument, <laughs> which is just a giant fish. fish? Yeah. <laughs> no, I meant I meant a bass. So I. <laughs> no, um, it's a large bra- brass in- brass instrument. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, it has it has the same. It's in the same key as a trumpet, and it has the same fingering. Uh, but it's mm, not, not a good enough excuse to <laughs> use the word fingering. <laughs> like that's a real word. I remember once my friend, um, my friend was in a band. Um, <laughs> I thought this was going somewhere <laughs> else. <laughs> <laughs> well, just wait until you have the full story. Okay. No, but actually, this is the real so crazy story. story. <laughs> yeah, here's a crazy story. Yeah. My friend, her name is not Anna Karina. She was in a band and she got fingered. No, it wasn't. Um, it's. Um, Oh, it's not actually that good, but like she used to be in a uh, like a brass band, and like um, there's this like old man that played the trumpet, and she also played the trumpet, and she'd sometimes get get the notes a bit wrong, and he'd hear her while she was playing it, like in the band, and he'd be like, write it down, and she'd be like, I know, I know, I just got it wrong, and he'd be like, write it down, and she'd write down the notes that she should be playing, and then he'd be like, and the fingering. Uh. <laughs> after that, every time and, I heard that, and after fingering. that, she stopped masturbating during performances. <laughs> You only need one hand to play the trumpet. Oh. Um, well, you know the soft key, and this is just obscene. <laughs> um, guys need retirement home performance. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. Oh. Good times. Excellent. Good note to end on. Podcast yeah. done? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's podcast over. Podcast over? Bye, podcast over. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.